ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, welcome to the Bastards of Babylon podcast, episode 14. Yeah. Katorsi. Oh yeah, let's go. Longhorn, uh, there's a lot of shit going on, so buddy, why don't you uh, hmm. take it away with uh, the news there, kid. Was it? Was it another monkeypox outbreak? What, what's, going, what's going on? Did I miss something? Yeah, it's a it's a declared national state of emergency <clears throat> from the uh, butthole bumps. Um, now I think they're they found split. monkeypox in Trump's safe, and they, it's it's an emergency <laughs> to get we gotta get it out of there. We found the source. Get it out of fucking Trump's safe. Get it out of here. Um, get it yeah. out of here. Yeah, I do not have monkeypox. All right, okay. <laughs> Nobody knows STDs better than me. Okay, but no monkeypox. Um, yeah, so obviously the big story is Trump, the raid. Uh, I've got a million branches on this tree to talk about. We can just spitball back and forth. Um, my first reaction is just um, it's just shock, really. I mean, this, clearly this is history. Never, ever before has a former president been uh, raided like this. Um, I mean, we know the reasons why. We'll get into all that. This is basically a show raid. Uh, my my personal theory is that this has nothing really to do with the stupid fucking documents that they, that they think they're going to find, which they might not. I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard the current update. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever they're looking for, whatever they say they're looking for, doesn't really matter because this is really, in my opinion, just a just a way to prolong this, indict them, put them up into into the you know jury, you know trial show situation which is going to take him out of the running for the 2024 re-election. So, uh, you know, I I don't know what your thoughts, but like, to me, this is, has, this has major backfire opportunity. I know I've heard, I've heard people say that the Democrats are trying to play little 4d chess and that they actually really want Trump to run. And this is a way to poke that bear, poke the base and guarantee that he runs. I don't know. They haven't really shown to me that they're that, level of dr evil but um i don't know what was your initial reaction to this whole charade i mean i think like you said um it's historic we've never seen a former president be investigated for anything um i think the closest to it was nixon and he was investigated while in office and was impeached and then was pardoned afterwards by ford uh which was kind of crazy but that happened and he was not further investigated for anything um yeah it's it's not supposed to go down like this however 
I don't really remember somebody that ran for president, the one president, and then try to come back and be president again either. So I guess that's a little bit different than that. Fact. Not in our, not in our historical framework. No, um, it based off my my history classes that I've forgotten long ago. I feel like there wasn't there. Who was it that had a gap? In like there was one. Was it Grover Cleveland? Fuck, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. Actually, yeah. I have internet. I have. I have a computer. They'll tell you these things. I think there was one that there, there that was had a, a gap in between. Yes. I don't know the reason though. I don't know the reason either. But he did get voted out after one term and then came back and won the next time. So it's not that that's not unprecedented, but it's been a long fucking time since anybody's <laughs> even attempted that. Um, so the question is why? Like, what, I mean, this is one of the things that one of the branches on the tree. Like, why are they so? And and this is, I mean, I know my personal thoughts, but I'll throw it to you first. What what are they so afraid of? With if if that's true, if the theory is that they are actually afraid of him, and this is a way to keep him from running, why are they so afraid of Donald J. Trump running for president again? Mm, I think that they don't think there's any chance that they can beat him. I mean, they did it once, but at that point, the the country was, you know, so divided, and the George Floyd thing was going on, and then, of course, he was painted as a racist, and all the other, you know, bullshit misinformation <clears throat> out there, so they did have enough to at least give themselves a chance. Whether they cheated and stole the election, I don't fucking know. But at this point, I think they know that if he runs... For better or for worse, they can't. There's there's no amount of election fraud that could fucking keep him from winning again. And I think that's what they are the most afraid of because he's not going to play politics. Because let's just say, you know, DeSantis or whoever runs and wins president in 2024. At the end of the day, they are politicians. They're going to play politics. They're not going to quote-unquote, drain the swamp. They're not going to fucking come after everybody. But right. they know exactly. he is. He is. And he's not going to fuck around. He's not going to play Johnny fuck around this time. And he's going to... And he's going to come in game. He's going he's to come in guns a-blazing even more this time. Yes. Uh, and, and, this, and the establishment, like when people talk about the establishment in Washington, D.C., like the deep state, whatever you want to call it, the, the uniparty, there's lots of little terms for it. It's not just Democrats. It's not just Republicans. These are filthy politicians on both sides of the aisle. And when you have an outsider come in and rock that boat, he, he, he rocked both sides of that aisle. They all hated him. Not necessarily, you know, remember, the, remember how the narrative has changed. Trump was a basically loved figure among many groups of people before he ran for office. And all of a sudden, just like that, he runs for office and he rocked the boat as an outsider and came in and ruined their little fucking, their little party they were having up there. You know, 90% of those people, 90% Democrats Democrats and Republicans are a bunch of freeloading frauds who have never worked an actual day in their life. Okay, so no matter what you think about Trump, you know, this isn't, we'll say a lot of things about Trump in this podcast, but we are not necessarily like fucking MAGA hats and, and go Trump. I'm we're, we're go America, we're go everybody. So, you know, Trump's the center of the story, obviously, so we're going to talk about him, but specifically with him, he he fucks everybody's world up all of them and they don't like it they they like the they like the little bubble of what they can do they'll placate 
people on the right. They'll placate people on the left. As long as they can keep their job, keep their, keep their power, they don't really give a shit. They don't really care. So, yeah, that, that, that was my theory. They don't want him in there again because he's going to rock the boat again and actually get things done for the betterment of everybody. Once again, like we've said before on the podcast, everybody thrived under Trump. No matter, no matter what you think about what he said, everybody thrived. Fucking, like, I, I challenge you, you know, we, we always say it, open, open seat right here. You want to come in here and tell us how Trump was the worst and how we're doing better now? Bring it on. We'll, we'll hear you out. But, like, everybody thrived. And I it just, I, I'll throw this to you. I don't think, I think this is it. I think, I think Trump has no shot of running in 2024 now. I think they're going to, they're going to tie this up in the courts. It's over. He, they, whether they get anything or not was not, wasn't even the point. They just ended Trump 2024, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, so I've seen some people say, oh, this is going to make him want to run even more. But great, you're in court. How are you going to run? Yeah, legally, I don't see how you can because now you're tied, you're going to be tied up in a court case no matter what. Uh, it and it's very, I don't know, there's a lot of ins and outs to it. They said they're looking for classified documents that he had, quote unquote. Well, first of all, Mm. any president can declassify any document anytime they want to. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is the power of the executive office, and any like. Whatever documents any president has while they're president, they all, after they're done, they go to, and I forget where, anyway, they go to some sort of hall of records where they're classified, blah, 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 blah. But when they get their- National archives. Yeah. But when they get their library, as they all do, all those documents, Mm -hmm. any documents they want, all come out of there and go into their library. Now, if there's certain things that they want to stay classified, then they stay classified. But again, that is an executive- privilege period so could he have things that are classified that he does not deem unclassified maybe maybe not i don't know but people think that this is the first time they've been to merrill largo they the fbi has been to merrill largo two different times before this looking for said documents yeah. we're talking about said documents and trump was there with his lawyers <clears throat> searched the house he's been there he's Played around cooperating. Yeah, he's been cooperating. The last time there, he had coffee with him, told some jokes, and went and played around the golf while they were in his house searching for shit. He could care less, right? So, if it, is this anything more than than the witch hunt that's been going on the whole time? I don't know. I don't know if the dude's guilty, innocent. I don't know what he's done. I have no fucking clue. I don't. I don't pretend to know. I don't know. But I do know that what they're doing is going right along with uh, the book I've been reading recently, which you and I have talked about it, about the uh, start of the fall of the Roman Empire. And basically what they're doing right now is kind of what the Gracchi brothers did, which is suspend uh, what they called Mos Majora, sorry, Mos Majora, which is basically back then, they didn't really have a constitution per se. It was just kind of a known or a set up you know, set of rules, some written down, some not, basically mean what's best for everybody, right? What's best for everybody. And mm-hmm. what was best for everybody right then was very strict term limits on, you know, you could only be certain positions basically one year. Then everybody got reelected. They had different houses from the rich, you know, from the common people and all that kind of stuff. And these brothers basically 
just threw that shit to the wind. Now, under the guise of, you know, what would have been a betterment for the Republic at that time. However, they, like a lot of people, when they got a little bit of power, they started like, well, I've, now I've got to get it through. I've got to get my way. So no matter what the rule should be or was, fuck all that. We're going to do whatever. And since it, because it wasn't particularly a law, they could get away with it. However, eventually there was pushback. And one of them was beaten to death on the uh, steps of the House of Commons with uh, uh, fucking chair legs. Them and their whole... They went mm. beat 200 people to death and then threw them in the river. My favorite... That's my favorite weapon, the yeah. chair leg, for sure. Well, back then, you weren't allowed to have weapons inside the city of Rome. <clears throat> so they just broke apart furniture as the mob stormed them, mm -hmm. and they literally beat them to death and then threw them in the river. Didn't give them a proper funeral, anything, burial. Just wiped them out <laughs> and said, fuck you. Your name's shit. You know, you go in the river. Bye-bye. You got to remember, you're dealing with Italians there. So they got a bit of a temper. They got a bit of a temper. <clears throat> Uh, so that's kind of how is this, that was it. Does but this it, book talk about the crossing of the Rubicon type type thing with Julius Caesar, or is that, does it not go back that way far? Way before that. Way before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, what was the, I remember you telling me, what was the time frame of this? So basically, this book starts around 300 BC and is marching towards the emperors so this is before any of the caesars this is when it was rome was a true it was founded as a true republic whatever it's like 750 oh, okay. by the brothers romulus and then <clears throat> marched on and on and on and eventually you got to the caesars era and then that lasted like another i don't remember 500 or so years and then it all fucking came tumbling down but this is how they got towards the emperor and the you know eventual dictatorship that they went to so and it was by people either seeking fame or thinking that they were righteous and they were right and they were going to stop at all costs or stop at no cost to fucking get their shit through and you know at this point in the book there's still people that are willing to push back enough to kill you on the other side which obviously in our society now yeah. you can't beat people to death with sticks um <clears throat> i mean you can but you'll go to jail for it back then like all right, well, you beat them to death with sticks, but they kind of deserved it, so we're not really going to punish you. But don't do not do that any. Let's not do that anymore. Let's try to have a civil debate about it. But, again, it's a long time well, ago, and I'm dealing with Italians. So Italians will just beat you to death with whatever they can fucking find if they get pissed off enough. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, we need... Well, listen, I've, we, I've been saying this for a long time, and I remember talking to, you know, my kids are older now, so I remember talking to them. At a certain point when they got older, I'm sure I've had this conversation with you. I never thought I would actually get, we'd actually get to the point in my lifetime, certainly not this young in my lifetime, where this would actually uh, start to to uh, come to realization. But all empires, like what you're, like you're talking about, all empires fall. And like the hubris and and the, uh, the way Americans, as you know, as we've grown up, we're in our 40s, we have this <laughs> just unusual sense that nothing will ever change for America. And certain that's certainly likely in our lifetime. Like I said, I never thought that we would even get, you know, anywhere near this. Not that we necessarily are, but like <clears throat> we will fall. And that's why I've always told people we America will fall and we'll not we're not gonna be the empire for the rest of human eternity. So like, 
you know, when you understand that we will fall, you, there's going to be things that make us fall. Like you're reading a book about the fall of, of uh, Rome. There'll be books about the fall of America. What will it say? I don't know, but I bet you, you know, one of the early chapters is, uh, you know, we, we decided to, uh, I don't know, militarize the, the political parties and, and use, use the DOJ and the FBI against one party and cover up everything for the other party. And again, it's not about D or R. This is just about right or wrong. You know, if the DOJ was covering up for, I'm sorry, if, when the DOJ covered up for Hillary Clinton, that's wrong. She broke the laws. She put our, our national security in danger uh, with, with that whole email scandal. She whitewashed email. She broke blackberries. Like she literally put our safety uh, in, in harm's way and nothing, nothing, not a goddamn thing. And just, just keep going down the list of the hypocrisy. It's just, it's just dry, the, it drives me crazy because we can't make it like this. We're not going to survive with this split and this divide the way we're going right now. It won't work. Well, I wouldn't say nothing on the Hillary uh, email front. Actually, I'm just looking at her uh, story on her Twitter <clears throat> account. She's actually sold <clears throat> out in the last 24 hours. And you can get yours when they come back in stock. Uh, hats or T-shirts, they sell for $30 a piece. They say, but her emails. And there's a picture of her wearing it. And she sold out every <laughs> one of those hats the last 24 hours for 30 bucks. And it says, every but her emails had her sold helps at Onward Together Partners, defend democracy, build a progressive bench, and fight for our values. Just saying. And that's what she tweeted. It's a picture of her wearing a hat that says, Is this serious? Her email. Yeah. This is, this is legit. You're being serious. I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. So here, here's how this works. When you're, a, when you're a Hillary Clinton or you're a part of that Clinton Foundation, you get to break all the laws. Don't get don't get in trouble for it. And then you get to sell T-shirts mocking the fucking process of democracy and the American way. That is, and she hats. is the fucking, whatever. She's the fucking devil. I cannot stand her. Like, I hope she dies of monkeypox. Uh, I hope that, I hope Bill Clinton's out there banging every fucking male dude in the world and then somehow brings it back to, to Hillary. I hate her so much. I don't, I don't think he's fucked her since they made that ugly bitch uh, Chelsea. So I think that was a lot. Well, take one for the team, Bill. Take one for the team. I don't think old Billy can get it up anymore. I've seen him like he's he's pretty frail, man. That's uh, mm. it's so funny that the life of corruptness has taken him down <clears throat> so hard, and yet she's thriving so well. I think that it was that probably proves that it was actually her that sold her soul to Satan. And he's just like Adam that was kind of along for the ride. Like, she ate the apple first, and he's like, Oh, uh, Hillary, is, is it good? Is it, does it taste good? Mm -hmm. Yes, Bill, it tastes good. Oh, man, Hillary, oh, that, man. that apple sure does look good, man. I <laughs> sure would like to have a bite of that. <laughs> Hillary, I'd like to take a bite of your apple again, please. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, man, anybody seen Monica? You seen her around? <laughs> <laughs> Now this shit pisses me off. Like I, I don't want to be too, too. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna fuck around and, and make it fun. But like this is so serious and so just enraging. Like I'm just pissed off so bad with this. Uh, and I didn't even really want Trump to run. I don't want Trump to run. I know he's, I know he was probably going to. I'd rather see someone else uh, that's a little bit more, you know, stately or whatever. But like this is, you know, like I was talking about the DOJ and the FBI. 
the, the list of shit that they ignore. We talked about Hillary, Jeffrey Epstein, all that shit that went down with him. Is, is, is a DOJ? Are they investigating that? Are they following up on that? No. What about, what about, um, I, I don't know, Hunter and the many crimes that he's done while doing business deals overseas with Ukraine, Russia, and China? I mean, good God, like, what are we doing? We're, our system is broken. This is, this is the last straw. This is the first breaking of the fall of America, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know how we, I don't know how we, how do we fix this? How do you fix this, Bo Sivas? Well, I mean, if you follow the book that I'm reading, basically, the timeline we're about, <clears throat> so the Gracchi were around, I think, if I remember right, around the 175 mark, 150. Now I'm down to the 100, so now it's been kind of like, they're dead and gone. That movie passed, but then it got revived by another guy. Kind of did the same shit. And he also got beat to death with sticks. So... They're very good at beating people to death with sticks that try to crack their butt. But, and like the author says, with every precedent set, there is going to be a follow-up. So with every precedent that we do, there's always going to be a progression from that precedent. There's never, nobody does no, one yeah. thing ever, and then everybody's like, yeah. oh shit, well, we don't ever want to do that again, or we don't ever want to follow up with that. Right. No, we're our nature as humans is to progress further and further and farther and farther. I mean, once, once Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile, never been done for it in the history of in fucking a hundred thousand fucking years, whatever it was in human history, 250,000, whatever the fuck it was, nobody had ever ran a four minute mile sub four minute mile ever. And then <clears> that <throat> one dude did it. Then like 10 <clears throat> other people did it within the next year. Once we saw that it was possible, he set a precedent. Well, fuck, if he can do it, I can do it too, right? And that's just kind of the way that fucking goes. So as this book goes, yeah, that, that's why it's so dangerous. That's why it's so dangerous what just happened because, like you said, this isn't, this isn't going to be like, oh, well, you know, they did that, but it was for the betterment of everybody and we're, we're good now. No, this is, I don't personally think the Republicans have the balls to, to fight back. So, I mean, you, you know my opinion of Republicans. They're a bunch of fucking pussbags that never seize any kind of power or, or you know, push their agendas at all when they do have, even when they have power, they don't do shit, which is why Trump was different. He came in and actually pushed a conservative agenda. He pushed it himself. Uh, so, yeah, do I, I, the Republicans will not retaliate. That there'll be little pushovers. Uh, McConnell has not come out and said a fucking word. There's been nothing. So, and at least not that I've heard mouth. as of yet. Yeah. Well, obviously, this is a bad day for America. <laughs> Whatever. Just he's going to come out and say a bunch of bullshit because he is a he is a fucking empty suit Republican. Uh, I can't stand that guy. But um, I mean, it's only ever really. I don't know, been, man. This it's only <clears throat> ever really been Reagan from the Republican side that pushed shit forward. And then Trump, because other than that, Again. you had, you know, two bushes in between, <clears throat> and they didn't push shit, didn't do shit. All they did was further their own agenda and their own claim into yeah, they're know, worthless. oil riches and, <clears throat> you know, fight for themselves. You, spoke, you talked about the Epstein Warhawks. Yeah, definitely that. Um, talk about the Epstein thing. The funny thing to me was everybody's was like, oh, uh, well, uh, bipartisan or nonpartisan federal judge granted this uh you know 
uh, search warrant. I'm like, hang on. That dude was the lawyer that got the Epstein clients in Florida off with almost no jail time or got them no jail time. The ones that actually did get taken to court back in the day when, when Epstein first got brought up in Florida. He got his little slap on the hand. He was the fucking lawyer for those people. He's been tied mm-hmm. into Hillary Clinton and all of them for years and years and years. And it, he's the one that fucking granted me. Like, it all fucking comes together. It's all coming from one fucking source. And it is that fucking cunt. <clears> like, <throat> that is who's driving this fucking train. And she's just. And it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what the judge was told because we've we've seen this movie before. The FISA warrants that were signed by the judge to do the to do the start the initial uh, bullshit Russian Russia investigation. They doc, they changed documents. They lied. They 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 did all kinds of shit to fake those documents and fake fake certain witnesses and, and testimony and shit. Everything they needed to take to the FISA warrant judge to get the, the judge to sign that warrant to further that that investigation with the with the Russia. <laughs> the judge doesn't know that like the the the, the courts are not going to be like they're going to you come in you submit your here hey I've got a warrant. To search Mar-a-Lago and and Trump, the judge is going to say on what grounds? He's going to lay out his, the the DOJ is going to lay out their case. They're going to say, "I've got this, I've got this, I've got this." We we think we know he has this, this, and this. We just need to go get it. The judge is going to say, "I mean, what, what?" There's no investigation. The judge is going to take their word for it. They're the DOJ. They're the fucking deal. Like they have this. They're sworn in to follow these certain rules. You have to take that word. If they say they have the goods, the judge is going to sign it, and they're gonna, and then you're just gonna go. But like, like we found out with the uh, the Russia shit, they faked it. They made it all up because they wanted him gone. So would I be surprised if they did the same shit here, made up some shit, doctor some shit to just to get this warrant passed, just to keep him from running in 2024, and so he's gone? No, I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing surprises me anymore with these fucktards. They are the we're. we're uh, can we just? Is it? What's our name of our show? The network, the Revolution Network. Is it time finally for the fucking revolution? Is it time for the Great Divide and just fucking split this shit? We'll take all the Americans. We'll take the Republicans. We'll take the Democrats. We'll take the Independents. All you have to do to come with us is say that yes, I believe in the Constitution. I love freedom. That's about it. That's literally it. You're welcome to come with us. You can disagree with some little things all you want. As long as you believe in truth, freedom, and the Constitution, you're in. Everybody else, this America that they're trying to build, whatever they want to call it, fucking divide the lines, draw the lines, and and they can govern themselves. The Great Divide. I don't know if anybody's ever, I don't know if that's a a thing yet. Maybe Maybe I'll trademark it, but it's time for the Great Divide. I don't, I don't know how we come back from this. I really don't. Well, like I said, if, if you're reading that book, you don't come back from it. And it's funny, though, because in that book, it's not divided among party lines. There's no such thing as parties. There's just classes, right? So you got your your common class and you got your noble class. But the funny thing is the push towards cracking the, you know, cracking the event or the initial republic actually came from the common class and not from the noble so that's who because the Gracchas were from the common class and that's that's who's really pushing the lines they crack it and do what how'd they crack it because they just 
started ignoring what was again tradition and what was most mayora like they're like well yeah fuck that though because our our policies are better and we've got to push them through at all costs so yeah we, we don't care that you know you can't you know depose a like one one of the brothers deposed a fellow tribune he's like yeah he we need to vote him out he can't be a tribune anymore like you can't say that you can't do that you're you're the same level It'd be like one congressman voting another congressman out of congress like hey you, you don't need to be a congressman no more get the fuck out of here and they're like hey, you can't do that and he's like yeah well i say i can and uh all you people if you're with me you vote for me and they're like yeah i guess he i guess he can what yeah fuck that guy get him out of here and they literally just fucking did it because again there wasn't that sounds pretty good that sounds pretty good to me bob can we just go ahead and say uh yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna do america our way and uh you can do your own shit over there i don't know all right it, it's just the same shit that they're doing here like they're just throwing you know what traditionally we stood on out the fucking window um whether you're the aoc like she's if you look at the things that she's done i don't i forget the name the guy's name uh it's kind of the second coming of the Gracas literally like it was he was just nothing but a radical part of like i said not a party but of the common of the they called him um uh, no, i'm not trying to make a joke here it was something homo which was new man i forget the uh because the homo part was the man it was something homo and basically that meant like you didn't come from money you didn't come from power you're not a traditional you know roman uh congressperson or roman you know senator or anything like that you're a new man you've made yourself and you've come from the common class and you seize power and there was like years and years where there was no you know people like that that ascended through the ranks and there was like one that broke through and did a lot of good shit and then that led to more and more and then eventually it was a flood of them and she's part of that crowd that's like that new radical push through and the more power they start to get the more they start to grow from that class, the more it starts to just destroy, you know, the things that had made, you know, Rome the great republic that it was. And not that, just like America, not that Rome didn't have plenty of fucking issues. I mean, they did beat people to death with sticks. <laughs> so it's not like mm -hmm. they didn't have plenty of fucking problems or whatever. But for the time, they were the best fucking thing going. And we've been the best thing going for a long fucking time, but... To your point, I think this is the initial. Now, I don't think in our lifetime we'll have to deal with it. I don't think anybody listening to this podcast in their lifetime is really going to have to deal with it. It's just going to be a bunch of fucking bureaucrats fighting, fighting, fussing, and all this other bullshit. And, you know, stupid cunt selling their but her email hats and shit like that. That's the shit it's going to be hmm. for a long time. Uh, but oh, I wish... I wish you hadn't told me that. That just pisses. That makes my fucking blood boil more than anything that she's capitalizing off. You, you can see the fucking picture of her and her stupid face in her butt, her emails, hat. What yeah. a fucking cunt! God, she is the. I mean, put her picture in the in the dictionary for cunt. Um, <laughs> you know the some some of the other things I had on the list of of the, where the DOJ and the FBI are not looking into anything, but they're they'll they'll jump right on a fucking uh, some documents in a fucking safe tomorrow. Well, the, um, the thing that's crazy to me is like you don't even have to look into Hunter Biden. He is on tape smoking crack and trafficking yeah. sex work. You don't need a warrant. You don't, you don't even need a warrant. It. Just just it's there. He's, he's, he's guilty. 
He's a we guilty, all saw it. Yes, he is a guilty felon of multiple felonies in this. Forget it. Forget about Which, all the other shit. Forget about the foreign affairs. Forget about his dealings. Forget about all the shit that you have emails and you have records. You don't even need because that that involves an investigation, litigation. He said, she said. Oh, but this could have been in context and blah, blah, fucking blah. What's admissible? What's not admissible? Here's what is admissible. The man is on tape smoking crack, right? He is on tape with sex workers, which in some parts of this country is not illegal, but they're on tape from, uh, I think it was like from New Jersey to wherever he sent them to. They're on tape in a limo. Telling him, hey, we're on our way, Bo. They're videotaping each other. The conversation videotape. He's got, you know, emails to their pimp or whatever. Um, ordering them over. How You know, how much for this? How much do I need to spend to keep him an extra night? Blah, blah, blah. All this shit is on, literally on tape. And then he's on tape with these women, same women traveling across the country. On tape with them doing activities. So... Again, you don't even need an investigation. It's open shut. See, the man's a felon. He's a felon. Yeah, and that yes, he is a felon on tape. But I guess I'm more the other way. Like I don't really give a shit what a what a president's son. If he's just a drug head douchebag, fine, whatever. I don't care. Leave him alone. He's just a fucking loser. It's it, it's the fact that he is in business deals with some of our greatest enemies. The fact that that what do, what does China have? on the Biden family that they can hold against him anytime anytime this administration who is the greatest they have the greatest power in the world right now anytime they want to slap the hand of China what do you think China's going to say you sure you want to do that buddy you know what we have over you what about Ukraine he did deals in Ukraine what the fact that and remember this was all hidden this this laptop was there and available before the election we have a compromised president because of his son doing dealings with some of our greatest enemies. This was hidden from us during election. Anything he wants to do with Russia and China, he has to think twice because they might have, like, this is just what we've seen. Who knows what we haven't seen that they have on him? We have a compromised president, and and it was hidden from us by the fucking deep state and their little, their little cronies in the media that help him out every step of the way. Oh, I'm fucking pissed. I'm so fucking mad. This what has it been 18 months of this fucking administration. And we haven't even talked about that this dickhead just slapped us with another fucking trillion dollar tax bill that's gonna raise all of our taxes. I mean, since he's been in office, four trillion dollars added to the budget. Four trillion. You think that's gonna come out of fucking the rich people's pockets? No. This is all coming. Oh, what, 87,000 new tax collectors. Where do you think they're gonna go? us they're coming after i mean just oh yeah because if you how are we gonna survive another two years if you read the actual bill that got passed which to your point about the republicans you know being just as fucking swampy as democrats if you read the bill that got passed Mm -hmm. what did they have to take out what did they have to take out to get it passed the millionaire tax right that fuck that all right they got the corporation part in there which doesn't do anything but drive up prices because again corporations yeah. are corporations nope. they're just going to charge pass the buck on to us yeah yes. inflation is going to grow and damn grow. it yes but <sighs> the people that they said they're like tax the rich and all that bullshit that they said which i'm agreeing is like if you make everybody should get taxed i don't give a fuck how much money like corporations know because again they're 
that's a, that's a touchy issue for me. I mean, they should pay something, but I do understand they bring commerce, they bring jobs. We have to give them some tax break, so they'll take their shit overseas. We lose jobs, we lose all that. So it's mm-hmm. a fucking give and take. However, the individuals that own said corporations or the CEOs that make the millions of dollars, yes, they should fucking pay their part of the tax. But did they leave that in? No, they took that out. They took it right fucking out. That's not even in there. So mm-hmm. everybody. The whole, oh, if you make 500000 or more, that's who we're going after. No, you're not. No, you're not, because it didn't make it in the final fucking cut of that goddamn bill. They took it the fuck out. They actually, they tried to add an amendment that no one, that of the $400,000 the $400, amendment, they say, hey, put this in there and guarantee that no one, no one under $400,000 is going to have their taxes raised. All the Democrats turned it down. They would not yeah. vote for it. Why not? If it's just for the rich and it's just for over 400,000, which was Joe Biden's promise during his campaign um, speech or campaign, you know, uh, shit. Why didn't they put it in? They got zero votes. They're coming for us. Like inflation's going to go up because of this. Our our uh, our cost of goods is going to go up. Like we're we are so fucked for the foreseeable future. Um, I mean, and you know, I'm heated up today. Obviously, I understand these these go in peaks and valleys. I know it's not going to be bad forever, hopefully. And like you said, I don't think we will see the actual um, fruition of of this groundwork that's being laid. I think I think it'll be many generations before America actually falls. Um, so, but I'm but I'm just pissed because I never even thought I would see the initial groundwork of the fall of the republic in my lifetime. And the America we grew up in, that ain't what we're living in right now. And um, this line was crossed. The, 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 Rubicon, the Rubicon was crossed. And, you, I mean, you're reading a book and reading history saying that it never goes back. So where we go from here, we'll see. But it ain't nothing good is coming from this. Nothing fucking good. No, nothing good. Uh, the good thing is, though, since they're not taxing the over 400000 club, uh, you know, there are people that can make enough money and maybe do a podcast from overseas and say, fuck this joint. Let's get the fuck out of here. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. I mean, and I, I ask all the time on social media is, please, one of you Biden supporters, one of you hardcore Democrats, please come on the show. Just just tell us either either why you think this is going great what we're missing, how we're wrong. Are we just white racist? I just, whatever you want to say, just come on, have a conversation. <laughs> I'll be polite. And, uh, I just, I, I can't understand how anybody could be living in the, the way we're, we've been going for the last 18 months and think this is good. Not only that, have a fucking Hillary Clinton out there pimping shirts during a time where we're all suffering and she's out there pimping shirts and fucking hats. Oh, that bitch. That fucking bitch. <laughs> it's not even a good looking hat. Like, it's a plain ass hat that said, but her emails. Like, it's no, it's like no clever font. They didn't even try to church it up at all. They just said, but her emails. It looks like a fucking, I don't remember those stupid shirts should be with the stick figures and like the very, you know, just print, you know, whatever. I forget what mm-hmm. that branding was, but it, it looks like that. It's like so simple. Like, that's not even. I mean, it's clever, but it's not like it's not stylish. Like, why would you wear that? Yeah. I can't wait till I see. Yeah, how about your emails? Wearing that. How about your emails, Hillary? 
I'd love to. I mean, what about your emails? Yeah, what about them? What about them? They're gone. Where do they go? They're gone. You put them on a private fucking server for all the world to see. And China and Russia, believe me, are looking into that shit. They got every whatever she put on there. We don't know because she destroyed it. Whatever she put on there, China and Russia got it. So what was it? I don't know. Maybe it was just about, you know, the size of dildo she wanted to have that night. <laughs> or it could have been our biggest secrets in the world that we have. Who knows? Because she was too fucking stupid to not put it on a, on a private server, a government server. And did you hear, like, the, the big C at the top of it? I don't know. I didn't know what the big C meant. I, I, I didn't know that meant classified. I, I thought I could just put it in my little Blackberry and send it, and send it around. Like, she put us at risk. She, she Who knows what they got, but, yeah. I mean, let's let's go pick up some fucking papers in a safe, and that that might that might be declassified by the president because he has that power. So, good times, good times. It might, it might not. If he if he's guilty of whatever, if he's guilty of anything, then he should be prosecuted to the full extent of law, just like anybody else. But which won't be much. Which won't be much. Even even if what they're saying is true, he took some papers home. That were that were not uh, declassified. Okay, I mean, it, Which, it's going to be. It's to not your, to your point. Hillary did the same thing, and in that court ruling, because she did get investigated, in that court ruling, they said, "Yeah, but we don't think there was any malice intent. in her in her intent, yeah. and so therefore, mm -hmm. we're not gonna." further that we're not going to go prosecute her you know we don't think she had any malice that she was a misunderstanding now do you think for one second that trump would get that same benefit of the doubt no not for one fucking second do i think that but he'll have good enough lawyers to get to, he'll have good enough lawyers to get to that outcome but the point is by the time they get to that outcome 2024 has come and gone he's not it's it it's it doesn't matter what the outcome is it doesn't like, matter if he gets a fine or a penalty or whatever I guess pushing back to your original question, because your original question was, why, right? Is it just to get rid of him? Is it to push him to guarantee that he runs? I think they're like, I don't think they play chess at that level because these are a bunch of checker-looking motherfuckers either. to me. Mm. So <laughs> I think that, um, you know, their only goal mm. was to make sure that he didn't run, yep. which either means they think they have a chance against DeSantis or anybody else, which. I don't see that they do. I can't think of in a world, any world they do. But I also think that that means that probably they think that DeSantis, once he gets there, will play ball. Yes. Yes. I and I've told you, will. like I've said, I love DeSantis too, but I don't trust him because he is a statesman. He is a politician through and through. He's grown up yeah. his entire life being a politician. They'd rather have that who right now is, is just just beating him. Sure. He's beating him overhead left and right. But they'd rather have that who they can work with and pull some strings with once he gets in there than a complete outsider, a complete wild card who they don't know what's going to do when he's in there. So it's, it's the devil you know. They'd, re they'd rather have DeSantis, someone they know that they can play politics with versus the Trump who's, fuck, who knows? Who the fuck knows what he would do? Yeah, there's, they're scared of what you know, he would do. And I think now they probably should be scared of what he'd do because he is, you know, on another level at this point. You're like fired. Yeah. He never thought he was, and that's like you said, the, the narrative has changed so much because when he was originally running, 
The Republicans wanted no part of him winning that primary. No part of it. They were trying to get Governor Goodhair from Texas. They were trying to get anybody, anybody to fucking get that primary other than fucking Trump because they knew mm -hmm. they were going to win. Mm -hmm. You know, well, they didn't know. They Actually, they didn't think they were going to win. No, they, they, they thought they were going to no, win. No, yeah, they thought it was a loss for sure. So they mm -hmm. didn't want him up there. They wanted, you know, no. run anybody else. Just keep the fucking machine going. Hillary gets in. You know, we know what she's about. We know kind of we can, just like they did with, with Bill, we'll make some ground here, some ground there. She'll kind of try to keep it in the middle. She'll fucking, you know, pipe down all the AOCs and then the Bernie Sanders and all these motherfuckers. Because, again, you know, sure. if, if you're a Democrat sure. watching and you're a member of the extreme left part of the party, don't forget, they had no, the Democrats had no interest in you either. They didn't want Bernie Sanders because if, if it was a true vote, I think Bernie Sanders probably would have got the Democratic primary, and that's the last thing they fucking wanted because you let that dude up there, and it wouldn't matter. They they railroaded that motherfucker. They yeah. railroaded Bernie out. They they get your old fucking socialist communist ass out of here. You are not we're not we're not doing that. Millionaires and billionaires, millionaires and billionaires. <laughs> Yeah, because they knew if he got up there, you and I could be on the other fucking side, and they'd vote for us. We were like, nobody's going to vote for that fucking asshole. But they stick Hillary Clinton's dog face no. up there, and yeah, they they get they get the the normal the you know moderate Democrat vote, and they get the fucking women vote by a landslide. They always get the fucking African American vote, no matter what. <clears throat> so yeah, they're going to win in a landslide with her, except Trump came in like a fucking like an ACDC song and just rocked everybody's world and came in you know, like Miley Cyrus, like a fucking came wrecking ball. Like <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking, he did the improbable. Like he fucking, he was basically like the fucking, uh, 86 Mets is like who fucking knew who saw this shit fucking coming. You know, he's up there just fucking like Fernando, whatever was it? What was his name? Uh, ah, fuck, I forget now, but well, well, up, there, uh, up there throwing fucking two hitters. And Valenzuela, or what was his name? I don't know. Beat the fucking Red Sox in '86, the Bill Buckner thing, the whole fucking nine. Like, it took a miracle for him to win it, but he did, and he did win it. And but you know why? You know why Trump won? Like people ask, like, how did Trump win? Trump won not because of Trump, because I mean, you know, Trump is Trump. He's kind of like, I mean, for 30 years we were rolling our eyes at Trump. I mean, he's just kind of a douchebag. He's kind of a rich douchebag. He was a TV. You character. know, you just he's. You know, yeah, exactly. You roll your. You know why he won? You know why you got him in America? Because he said what people were trying to. He said the things that we were saying. How America was sick of fucking politics, Republican and Democrat. And he, you know, he said he was going to come in there and shake it up. Now, did he do everything? No, uh, he didn't do everything. But he said he was going to come in there as an outsider, shake it up, and that's what America wanted, and that's why. Even though no one thought he could, he blew through those fucking primaries. And then just and then when no one thought he could beat Hillary, Hillary, he fucking took that too. So like there there's a place there there's a you can say something about having America's back. Because like at the bottom we are a republic. We're we're a constitutional republic. And if you speak for the people, because that's the way this is supposed to be, we have 50 states, you got representatives in each state, and then he and the president represents us as a whole. If you if you talk like us and you say you're going to have our back, no matter what party you're from, forget parties for a minute. 
Forget individual little, you know, pressure points like abortion and war and this and that. If you say you're going to have our back and and do what we want, then you're going to get you're going to have fame. You're going to get popular. You're going to you're going to pull votes. So uh, this this what we're turning to is is you know dictatorship basically. If they can just control ballot boxes, if they can control with the DOJ and the FBI and and just control who runs, because don't forget. This is another part that they just did. They just eliminated the number one contender for the current president. So the current president's DOJ and FBI just eliminated his number one contender for president. That's not that's not in the Constitution. That's that's I, where's my cousin? That's not in my Constitution. I don't see that in here. <laughs> you can't do that. Like I'm so fucking mad. Like I want to watch TV for the next three or four days and just. And just see what all the you know political experts and pundits, and see what they're saying. The fallout of all this is going to be, but man, we're in for a we're in for a hell of a fucking week and weekend with with what's going to go on here. So I don't it's know. A, it's a very, you any, very I mean, dangerous. You any other final precedent. thoughts on this topic? Or yeah, it's a it's a very dangerous precedent to set. And the funny thing is, you know, all the so called Democrats, liberals, whatever on Twitter and social media, they're all doing jumping jacks, celebrating, and like, we finally got him, and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, well, maybe you did. Oh, my God. Maybe you did, but. Finally got him. Don't think for one <laughs> second that the tides at some point won't turn, and then the other party gets in, in office, and they don't can't do the same thing to you. Because it can happen. It absolutely can fucking happen. Um, and as far as the FBI goes, it's funny because I've told you for a long time, they they were founded corruptly. They've been ran corruptly. The whole time fucking who, Mr. Hoover, Mr. Hoover, the whole time that fuckhead, that mm. fat old fucking queen ran shit. It was nothing but uh, ran for one fucking side. And, I mean, that dude was a fucking racist, a known racist. He sent fucking threatening letters to uh martin luther king he tried to get him to not accept the nobel peace prize award he told him he had fucking tapes of him banging all these other chicks which he did have which he, he did. did he yeah, did he, he did yeah, he did whatever i'm not judging the man's morality <laughs> but um i know he threatened him with every inch of his life and martin luther king said fuck you i'm gonna do what i you know i'm accepting this no i'll accept the nobel peace prize award on behalf and whatever he said <laughs> And you couldn't stop him, and and nothing ever came of it because again at the end, yeah he did have the shit, but he wasn't gonna put it out there. But that was the dude that was running the FBI the entire time. So they anything that gets founded in corruption is always gonna be of corruption. You're never gonna change that sort of culture if that's how you're founded, right? I mean the Romans were founded as a true republic of the people, and even in this book, you know. Yeah, the Senate had the power in ancient Rome. The Senate had the power. There were four Caesars and all that shit. The power of the public was in the Senate. And to be a part of the Senate, you had to be of noble birth, period. And even though they counted more than the House of Commons and all that shit, it wasn't called House of Commons, but whatever it was called, or the Populare, they counted more than that. And at the end of the day, it was up to them, period. So they could tell everybody to go fuck yourselves. We got, we got the fucking money. We got the fucking big dicks. It's our shit. But any time that the populace rose up 
and said, hey, we want or we don't want. Again, part of most Majora was, or most Majora was, the Senate would not go against the people. If they heard the fucking streets, and they heard the people talk, and they heard the people say, you better not, you fucking better not, they didn't. Even though they could. They absolutely could. They were, they, were they elected? The senators? Yeah. They were elected amongst those people that could vote for them, and then the other people were elected for the people that could vote for them. So there was a, there was a checks and balances, kind of. But again, at the end of the day, if the Senate said... It was representative. Yeah, it was representative, but at the end of the day, it didn't matter. Whatever the Senate wanted, the Senate fucking got. But again, because of they were they were raised on most Mayora, they did not go against the will of the people. They knew better than to do that because they were founded on a on the most Mayora, which meant whatever is best for the Republic. Whether we agree with it, don't agree with it, doesn't matter. It's what's best for the Republic. If the people want it, and the people think they need it, and that's what they got. Like, that's just what they fucking got. So there was no fucking... If 60% of the country, 70% of the country was against green energy, as we are, and against all this radical bullshit, it wouldn't it'd be brought up. Sure, somebody would bring up, like, hey, we should do this. And everybody standing outside like, yeah, we'll go get some sticks real quick if this is really how you want to go down. This is not what we want. And we're like... All right, well, yeah. let's, let's forget about the green energy for a minute and uh, move on to something else. And that's exactly how it fucking worked. Like, I still, I still like the stick idea. I think I think we need to bring that back and uh, bring the. I mean, I'm not calling for riots yet, <laughs> but like, like I don't call for fake riots. Like, we're not doing these bullshit fucking pretend riots. Whenever, whenever the the great divide happens. It's gonna, you're gonna know it because it's gonna be a real divide. We're yeah. not coming in with, we're fucking with our fucking caveman hat or, and, and fucking playing pitchers and, and shit in, in the, in the capital. No, no, no. We'll have weapons. There'll be a real divide and it'll be separated. So yeah, like when it happens, it'll happen. But these fucking, these bureaucrats, man, these unelected bureaucrats and the DOJ and the FBI, uh, I, I'm so sick of, them having the power to run this world like what or the country what happened the last two years a fucking bureaucrat in the in the cdc or wherever he works for ran and made all the decisions for america dr fauci who no one elected nobody wants called all the shots for a fucking um, all 350 million americans what he said went that's not how we're built and look what happened he was wrong all the whole time He's in and out of being wrong. We're still having the repercussions of his, of his decisions. And that's that's the reason we're not built like that. Because we're a representative as a whole. Like, people are dumb. Yes, people are stupid individually. They can very much be stupid. But as a whole, people can be smart. And, and collectively, we make decisions based on experience and, and uh, history. And we... We kind of like just you pass down wisdom from generations and we make decisions as a whole. We force it onto our elected officials because they represent us and those elected officials together have to work together with their own checks and balances in the, in the government to come to the best. And there's so many levels here. You can't have fucking one person like Fauci or one organization like the DOJ or FBI changing history like this. It's not how we're built. So I just, I don't know. I think, I think we've explained how much we're not on board with this. And again, it has nothing to do with Trump. We're not Trump supporters. 
we're, uh, we're just Americans who are watching the fall, or at least the beginning of the fall of the Republic, and I'm not happy. Yeah, man, I don't see how, I mean, other than, it's kind of weird. It's almost like, you know, basically we've turned, we've turned our politics. So there's like, everybody keep politics out of sports, keep politics out of sports, which I agree with. Uh, sports are sports. They're a lot of fun and we should keep politics out of sports, but our sports have now become politics. Everybody has their favorite team. They want to wear their fucking their teams, man. Hats. Yes. Fucking wear their, you know, t-shirts and everybody wants to, and it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that your front office drafted a terrible fucking quarterback and they haven't, you know, put together a team worth of mm -hmm. shit in over a decade and the concessions suck and the stadium's overpriced and y'all, it doesn't matter because they're, because they're your team. They're your team. So yeah, in small corners, you can get together like, man, we kind of suck, right? Like, I don't really like, this. but anybody else comes mm -hmm. at your team. Fuck you. That's my fucking team. You fucking talk like, and we have literally become like that about our politics. It's no longer about like what you said, what's best for everyone. No matter what, it's about, hey, did a Democrat, did a blue shirt say it, or did a red shirt fucking say it? And if my color shirt said it, well, fuck, it's got to be great. It's got to be great if my color shirt said it, because fuck that other shirt. And everybody how about, else, you know, how about no matter what they say, Republican or Democrat, does it fall under this? If they break this, no matter if it's a fucking deer and R, if it's fucking Cowboys or Redskins, does it follow this? And if it doesn't follow this, then they're against your team. Because your team is the fucking red, white, and blue flag. That's it. Like, this, these fucking, like, uh, you know, we all fall into it. You know, we all have the people we like. We like DeSantis, you know, but, and it's okay to like people, but you hold them to the same fucking standard that everybody else falls into. Yeah, so like, like you know i like him now but if he gets if he does get if we elect him and he gets up there and he starts fucking playing ball with this bullshit i'm not gonna like that like dude nope. we elected you, you to gotta call it out you just call it out both ways yeah we elected you to do whatever it says you said you were gonna do <sighs> you know put a you know lower inflation put fucking uh energy back on the fucking map bring everything back here do all the things it, Put the border back in secure, you know, secure the border again. Do all the things that we had. And a million. The, the list is long and distinguished yeah. of the shit that's fallen apart over the last 18 months. We don't even have enough time left in this podcast to go over the way the shit's falling apart. Um, there's, I've, I've got one more thing I wanted to touch before we get out of here. It's, it's more of a lighter story, if, unless you got something else on the, no, go ahead. the Trump raid. Okay. Were you familiar with, with Woodstock 99 and that whole debacle that went down? Yeah. That's my, that's you you know all about it? I I know. I, I remember seeing it. I just was never really. I, I, there's a, anyways, a documentary. I think it was Netflix. that They just did a documentary on the Woodstock 99. That's great. And holy shit, dude. I, is it not? I thought it was new. Maybe maybe something just got recycled. I'm just no, no, I'm just now no, stumbling it upon it. It is uh, new. Whether it's okay. Have you watched it already? Oh yeah, I fucking watched. As soon as it came out, I saw. I watched it. Really, dude? When fucking corn was on stage for that, I believe that was the Friday night show. Holy shit! That is the most. Like, I was getting goosebumps just watching that shit on TV. I can't even imagine being there. 
Um, I haven't finished it yet. I know, I know everything went to shit on, on Saturday night and Sunday. So I'm, I'm kind of working my way through it, but holy shit. What a, what a uh, yeah, fucking, I don't remember that being big news. I did get to the Limp Biscuit part. I'm, I'm just now starting the, um, how about that fucking, fucking dickhead calling out Fred Durst? Like, Oh, I didn't know Fred Durst was going to be such a jerk. Like this motherfucker is a rock star. What else yeah. is he going to do? He's there to fucking. Well, he was. He was part of that team that that, that fucked it all off. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's the fucking yeah he yeah he's the one that fucked it. Up. He was just looking for someone else to blame. Like yeah, when break stuff cutting hits, corners, dude. When break stuff hit, which none if you haven't ever seen it, you're never gonna see it now at this point. But back in the day, I saw corn in '98 at Reunion Arena, and it actually set the world record at that time for the loudest indoor concert ever. Uh, we all lost our God. This is sent, everything you see in the documentary is exactly what the crowd was like, beating the shit out of each other, getting all the aggression <laughs> out. I mean, that's just, that was our generation. And yeah. when, when break stuff hit, when Limp Biscuit was big, I saw them at summer sanitarium, I think in like, Oh, two, maybe, maybe Oh three, some, somewhere around in there with Metallica, when break stuff hits, like the fucking crowd the insanity because they they'll they pause the song before they go into it and he always has some little diatribe he goes into but when they fucking break your fucking fight when that shit hits like dude the entire <laughs> stadium yeah. just loses their shit and it was so funny because i was watching that documentary of course i get goosebumps just thinking about it because i've been in those crowds because you know how much i love that fucking music but it reminded me like Man, first of all, um, boys and girls, if you watch a documentary and you're of a certain age, like a younger age, like around, let's say, 15 to 18 or so right now, there's a good chance that if your mother was at the concert, you're going to see her tits in this documentary, first mm. of all. Mm -hmm. uh, Lots of if, tits. If your dad Lots was at the concert, tits. you're probably going to see him doing really dumb shit, um, Mm -hmm. which we just did yeah. but it, it also reminded me that our generation is capable of such great and terrible things when we all get inspired generation x and that's what i'm and i i actually it's so funny you brought that up i can't believe you do this i was thinking about that today during the trump thing and the way these people are taking over like man if we just fucking got back to our roots as generation x there mm -hmm. we could fuck this whole system up. We could just fucking take it back because we, yeah. as an, as a generation, we're an unstoppable force and we were angry. We were fucking violent and I'm not calling for violence, but we had that passion in us. That was all the shit that grew up, like growing up in the eighties and being a Reagan baby and everything that all that caused, like we had all that inside of us and it all got unleashed in that festival and if you haven't seen the documentary you should see what our generation is capable of and again some great things and some terrible things and some dumbass things like any other generation but the bottom line is as an adults now we could harness that energy and literally just take this shit back and fucking make it great again not to not to quote the maga shit but we could actually make it fucking great again and I think DeSantis, I don't know what his age is, but I think he's part of that generation. Like, it should be yeah, us now. Yeah, I think he's now, right around our age. Uh, he's it should be us now coming up and now taking it, 
back and making it because we came we were the generation of fuck you fuck you mm -hmm. get out of our fucking face we've heard enough of your shit <laughs> get out of our face yeah. get the fuck out of our way or we're going to fucking destroy all of your shit and that's just what we yeah. did and we did it yeah. every fucking weekend at concerts yeah. that's just that's what we did and that is what that concert was and i know everyone's just the destruction oh my god they fucking said all this yeah you put enough because again if you watch the documentary you you pinned they got pissed up. They got pissed because you didn't give them fucking water. Yeah. You fucking price gouged the shit out of them. You didn't clean up the fucking mm -hmm. trash. They had nowhere to piss. Yeah. Nowhere to shit. So guess what? Everything's going to get the fucking destroyed because they're mad because our generation is not, we weren't the peace, love fucking generation. We were like, hey, fucking treat us right. We've been mistreated our whole life. Now we're getting to be young adults. You're still mistreating us, still treating us like, well, guess what? Now we're going to fuck all your shit up. And that's just how we fucking grew up. I saw a meme. I saw a meme. And I, I wish I, I didn't know this was going to come up, but it's it's basically a, the, the Generation X is the, you know, the fuck around and find out generation. And like, don't basically like, don't fuck with that generation. They grew up, you know, literally outside 15 hours a day uh, and had a whole list of the shit that, that very little parents, you know, supervision. Uh, it was like, just go out, do your own thing. Just come back when the, when the porch lights come on, street lights come on, uh, yeah. <laughs> drink the hose water, like, like do not fuck with generation X and we're all being fucked with big time right now. So would it surprise me at all? Like you said, if this generation men, our age, women, our age, come along and kind of straighten this ship, not take over, just get things back to the way it's supposed to fucking be where we can all live our own lives and Get, fuck off like get away from us let us do our shit government fuck yourself and let us just let it go let us be because i mean like that's the height of you know again back to this the origin of this podcast the height of our generation coming in our 20s when the spell show was popular i mean spell's part of this generation like you know we we were the most accepting and loving generation of each other you know racism is an all-time fucking low we all fucking got along we had a good fucking time but again Fuck around and find out what happens if you piss us off. And it didn't matter. It, was, it wasn't a racial thing. It wasn't a fucking political party thing. Just don't fuck with us because we got fucking short tempers. And we don't, we just want to do, we want to listen to our music. We want to do our thing. We have a good time. You know, back then, do all the mm -hmm. drugs together. Get drunk and together. don't tread and, on me. And we'd beat the hell out of each other. Like, look at the con. We enjoyed beating the hell out of each other. And then when you're in a mosh pit and you fucking get knocked down or you knock somebody else down, guess what you did? You fucking picked them up. All the time and chance in the mosh pit is knock them down, pick them up, knock them down. That chant would start all the time because if you knock somebody down, you fucking pick them up. Because you're all in it. Nobody's like trying to hurt anybody. I mean, you're going to get hurt at least a little bit. That's the nature. If you of had to, I think they probably had to pick you up or you would, you know, just be trampled and die. So yeah, it's it probably a pretty good, pretty good rule. Yeah, we didn't, wanna, we didn't want anybody to die. I mean, we're, you know, we're going to fuck each other up because we were <laughs> young and dumb and just full of cum and fucking, you know. Never been in a mosh pit, by the way. I've never been in a mosh pit. I've so. been in plenty of them. And like I said, you do get the hell beaten out of you, but you're all doing the same. There's no malicious intent to it. You're just literally unleashing that energy into a, into a positive cultural moment to where you're all coming together to a common cause that you fucking love the band that's playing and you're just going to beat the hell out of each other while you're fucking listening to music. And that's just what we did. And you might think, well, that sounds like the dumbest shit ever. And maybe it was. But it's what we enjoy yeah. fucking doing. 
and we didn't want to be harassed about fucking doing it. Like, just let us do our fucking thing, and we'll, you know, I mean, we'll be that, out of your hair. A mosh pit opposed, uh, you know, you just oppose that to what 18 to 22 year old boys are doing now in this generation. <laughs> I mean, just. Uh, it's not really the same. I mean, like yeah. the, the video games, uh, just the plugged in all the time. I mean, yeah, we're, we're we ain't built the same. All you, all uh, you, eighteen and twenty two year olds, we ain't built the same. Oh, dude, like you see those? I've seen the videos and I've watched documentaries of them gaming online and like they're literally like threatening each other's lives. You know, mm -hmm. I'll come to your house, I'll fucking oh, yeah. kill you. There's there's a whole documentary over a, a thing that was called swatting. That became a big thing mm -hmm. in the online gaming community. Mm -hmm. but they would fucking send SWAT teams to your phone. Like, they'd call in a fucking threat that you had, you know, people at gunpoint or bomb or something in a house. They would literally get the SWAT team called to your house. And eventually some person did get killed over this because whatever, the shit went wrong. Yeah. Uh, right. But that, that's what this pussy generation would do. Whereas us, we didn't, like, you had to see each other, like, in the street, like, yeah, you say fuck me, yeah. but they didn't have this. They didn't have this camera here to hide behind. Yeah, you 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 tell me go fuck myself. That's fine, but we're probably gonna fight about it. So you better mean it. You better fucking mean it <laughs> if you tell me that. So that was that. Oh, but that's man. just a different. And I think that it was so much more healthy. Again, stupid. Yes, but young. Here's the thing, boys and girls. Young men are going to do dumb things because young men just do dumb things. Unfortunately. That is how we're fucking built as a human. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't encourage it, but it's going to happen. So I'd rather that they do dumb things with each other together in the same common cause than playing a fucking video game. And now I'm threatening your life with no real intent yeah. to do anything because I'm just talking it, shit. And then, but somebody else like, oh, I'll fucking call the cops and I'll fucking send them swatting your house. And all of a sudden your fucking uncle's dead. Because the SWAT team showed up, and he's fucking scared. He has no what he's going on. He's on his own fucking house. So yeah, he's got a fucking gun. Who wouldn't have a gun in their own house? They bust in. He's held in the gun. Bam, he's dead. You just killed somebody. That's that's the reason that father son like like little like one year old, two year old, three year old, four year old boys. That's why rough housing and that that type of uh, that rough play is so important for for a young boy growing up because what do you learn during during that rough house time you learn limits you learn boundaries you go a little hard your dad he fucking snaps your ass back and like oh okay i get it that that was my limit and yeah. you and you as you grow up you, you learn more and more limits but you learn the limits these fucks these fuck sticks you know they grow up with, without fathers or they're growing up behind a webcam there's no limits they don't learn limits so of course they're gonna they're just unruly and just weird and and uh and and they think they can no get respect away for with boundaries yeah they yeah. think they can get away so. with anything say anything to anybody or whatever because there's no consequences for their actions or their words but like you said if you're rough hasn't with your dad you know you get a little cocky like i'll oh, come on pop again and you know yeah you slip one out there right because you don't know you're a little mm -hmm. boy you don't know your own strength slip one out there it might fucking graze mm -hmm. his sack and then all of a sudden whap on top of your fuck <laughs> hey you get that one fuck hey Fucks them. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, but but all every, right. like, and if you look at every. So animal, don't do that. Every so animal. So don't hit dad yeah. in the sack. Gotcha. Don't, don't hit dad in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> don't even graze the sack. You're going to get a fucking smack for that for sure. 
But like every animal does that. Every fucking mm-hmm. you look at little lion cubs. You look at fucking little bears. They all fucking wrestle around with each other. They wrestle around with their mom. Wrestle around with their dad. And yeah, like it's funny on the nature shows. Like, oh look, he's messing around. And then all of a sudden, the fucking mom or papa bear is like, wham! Like just one hand. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of this shit. And you realize, like, oh, wait, yeah. this this person that's humongous, they really can't fuck me up if they wanted to. So I probably should <laughs> calm down for just a second. So, all right, I think that's about all that we have. I know we uh, went into yeah. animal films and everything else. But, yeah, if you haven't seen the uh, <laughs> 99 Woodstock documentary, definitely check that out. And, again, if you're of a certain age that's, you know, a lot younger than us, which we do have those people watching too, definitely check that out. And uh, you can see what your mom and dad were up to. Uh, your dad was fucking all his friends up, and your mom was showing her tits <laughs> to fucking everybody in New York because that's just what they fucking did. Dude, it it looks like a like a bunch of me at that age running around. Like, I mean, I'm just I'm watching these these kids. I'm like, oh, I had that exact shirt. I had that stupid fucking necklace uh, and the stupid fucking hat and jeans and like. Trust oh, and believe. <laughs> trust and believe. If I had any money at all at that age, because I was. Yeah. Uh, what was I seven, seventeen? You were younger, be, so yeah, seventeen, gonna be eighteen. But there was plenty of people in yeah. the documentary that were there that were fourteen. But it was all the way in New York, mm. so I had no money for a ticket. I had no money for a plane. Like, but if I had any money at all, you, I'd you broke I'd ass. Fucking been there. Get a get a fucking job, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, that was episode 14 of the Bastards of Babylon podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, watch, rate, subscribe uh, to the Revolution subscribe, Network. Subscribe, subscribe, We've got uh, this show, the Bastards of Babylon. We've got Football and Freedom, my boy Longhorn. We've got the I Mini podcast with me. And starting this week, actually coming in about two days, we've got the first episode of FGH. And Longhorn, I can tell you that the traffic on uh the podcast side of this thing is picking mm-hmm. up exponentially people are going back and listening to last season's episodes of fgh everybody's excited for that's come back we know you guys have been ready you know you guys have been waiting for it we've got it coming up uh, in a couple of days into the afc and nfc west over and under totals and we're going to break it down for you vegas style and give you our best bets all the winners and everything else but for this podcast uh thank you so much again for listening and we will see you next week